Thanks for tuning in to Jonah Radio. On this week's episode, we have Kevin Allison mm-hmm. uh, from the Risk Podcast in the state, and we have Cash is here, and Hi. Neil Hi, is everybody. here. Neil's We're going to talk right about, uh, about music news and maybe jazz. If this going to be this kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Neil, baby. Hello again. Thanks for tuning to Jonah Radio. I'm Jonah. Uh, this is my voice. Cash. This is my voice. That's not your voice. This is my voice. just talk I, I can't do it now. Okay, that is it. Neil. Hi, Jonah. Good to see you. And our guest today... It's Kevin Allison. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Kevin, Kevin Allison uh, from uh, the Risk uh, podcast and also the book R- Risk, uh, which uh, which I have a story in. That's right. And um, and that's that's a that's a fun one. We did we did that thing uh, where we we you you. We did stories on the podcast, and then you we we did book versions, like you know, written word versions of that, and then you put the book out, and then we did a book reading of, <laughs> <laughs> of the stories that were previously told. And mine, when I did it, I felt so odd because everyone on that show is such a like they're they're storytelling people on that right, show, right, right, like right. I, like I was like I was like a comic with a story, yeah, um, yeah. And and then so I felt weird reading a thing without. Like making like, jokes all yeah. the time. Yeah, and so yeah, I yeah, just yeah. started to give like yeah, you're always director's looking. commentary to my own story. <laughs> on, I changed this name. I mean, this is actually this is this person. Um, but uh, but yeah, and then also of course um, uh, from the state is how I came uh, to know uh, who you were originally. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes. I've been uh, visiting members of the state while I've been out here. I just saw Car- Carrie Kenny a little bit earlier today. Nice. Nice. Doing great. Um, they all they all probably have big houses, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all bigger than mine for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you had a house at all in New York City, <laughs> no. imagine that. No, 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 no. I, I but I do live on the block that Biggie Smalls used to uh, throw his block parties. Oh, really? wow, yeah, that's crazy. Huge mural of him right across the street from me. That's nuts. Yeah, you know that's uh, and that's in I'm I'm uh, guessing Ben Stein. Bed-Stuy. Yeah. Yes. Is that what they have? Therapy. You know, just start going back to therapy. Well, <laughs> um, there's been a real downturn in his sound drops, but <laughs> somewhere. And so, you, you, like, um, you're what are you, are you doing out here? Are you doing some wrist stuff out here, or what are you? Yeah, we, we're kind of exploring the possibility of doing some TV and or movie kind of related stuff with risk. I mean, I can't really say anything more about it than that. Yeah. We've always kind of been interested in exploring, like, getting cinematic or TV-ish with some of what we're doing. We have 1,300 stories. That's that we've yeah. 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 How, yeah. How, how long have you been doing it now? It started in 2009. Oh. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. Ten years. And, and they, they're they crazy. Like, like we have so many stories on the show now that yeah. are just fucking jaw-dropping. Yeah, and you can theme episodes and, yeah. 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 Like, kind of collections and, yeah. What's the uh, what's that podcast? Um, it's like spooky stories, um, and then they they have a show on Is Amazon. That lore, lore, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Where they kind of do like that. dramatic reenactments. Right, right. What's well, tricky because you don't want to like you don't want to make it. Well, I don't know if that show is cheesy or not, but you want to be careful about being cheesy with yeah. like the mm. dramatic reenactment. Yeah, Unless, you know, like Drunk History is fabulous. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But but. Going about dramatic reenactments in a more serious way can easily like t- go toward cheesy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, and you never want to like. It's you know, you, you can get so close to a situation where you're like, it's like, and that's when I knew. Like, it's like you know, yeah, like the yeah. actors freeze and then the guy walks out into the you know, it's a <laughs> yeah. pretty crazy situation, huh? Well, yeah. it gets crazier. Not to say I've never listened to the podcast. That's what I imagine at all. Is there's a lot of record scratches and, and it was like, I know what you're thinking, but it's gonna be okay. 
Actually, if you're looking if you're looking for for TV inspiration, there's something I need to recommend to you. It is called Intimate Indiscretions, and it's <laughs> Channel 101's Channel 101 show that uh, I I helped out with, but is mostly the brainchild of a guy named Paul Bonanno and God, what was it, what was his name? The writer Jeff Jeff Kaufman. Um, and it is a five minute takeoff on the Red Shoe Diaries, <laughs> and it. Uh, I think they did like eight episodes and it's all VO'd from like a very intimate uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's um, like radio station. It starts yeah. like it starts with someone like reading a story narrating another it. steamy letter and then it goes into the story. You could do it. You should do it like Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, <laughs> you could be the Crypt. Sure, there you go. Yeah. Pop out of the box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All Hello, ending Kate. on a fantastic pun. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, we're uh, we're going to be talking to you a bunch about uh, about uh, music and and stuff like that. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break with a song. Uh, recently, um, friends of the show Pup, the band Pup out of Canada, just played their uh, late night debut. Um, Where something's on? up with my. Uh oh. Hold on. Oh. I am so sorry. Um, the sandwich shop just one of those days. Sandwich, the sandwich shop Wi-Fi we use might be down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, but uh, oh, oh, you know what? Fuck it. All right, here's a here's a song from the new Jenny Lewis album that just came out today, "Wasted Youth." Uh, no, I'll play Red Bull and Hennessy, uh, the single. All right, here's a, from the new album on the line by Jenny Lewis. Here's Red Bull and Hennessy. <laughs>
Hey, and that was Red Bull and Hennessy off the new Jenny Lewis album, um, On the Line. I, uh, I was just telling, telling these fellas that I, 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 I'm liking it okay so far, but I really enjoyed that last record of hers, the solo one that uh, Beck produced. Ah. You, can really, you can really hear that Beck on the drums kind of sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I want to talk about, um, like, in the state, like, which had great music. Yeah. And then famously music that wasn't able to be used yeah. um, for any home video or DVD or online streaming aspects of it because it was all owned by MTV. Yeah. You remember, have you ever been to like a karaoke bar with like those giant, those like four inch big books yeah. that mm-hmm. they give you with, where you can page through songs? When we first got there, they were like, we want you to use as much of our music library as you can. And here's five books of these binders. Oh my God. Just look through everything. And of course, you know, the first things we're going to is the strangest shit from the 70s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when we were kids, you know? Sky and rockets and flight. It was just mm. so fun to go through those books and find weird, you know, like before music videos, mm-hmm. what were the music videos? You yeah. Know? Uh, I was just listening to somebody talk about this the other day and they were talking about the doors, uh, playing the doors on top of the pops and that it was writers in the storm and they literally just got a guy, put him in a horse, and shot footage of him uh, in the rain in the park. Oh, and they yeah, show that so, for three and a half so, minutes while that, they play that it. That also sounds like something you would see in a, in a karaoke video. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a this Korean guy on this, a horse. Yeah. This forlorn Korean dude. <laughs> so we would, when, you know, one of the weird things about the state was that we were all, most of us were film students. Mm-hmm. And. We, you know, we had all met at NYU, and, and so we were we kind of caught their attention by doing little guerrilla film projects mm-hmm. or video projects, and so so they were paying us to be actors on the show when in fact we were working as the producers, directors, writers, yeah. video editors. We were doing kind of everything. <laughs> yeah, everyone kind of making split like up four hundred bucks yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah. You, got, yeah. you guys were way out in front of MTV taking advantage of people. Oh, they, they got really good at that in the. Like, I don't know if you heard. There was five books of people's music that they were allowed to use for free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah. So so we would we would sit there at the editing bay and just go through all sorts of songs that we had at our beck and call to try out and things. And of course they wanted us to use a lot of grunge music especially yes. oh, because yeah. that was what was so huge at the time. But yeah, we had a blast with that. You know, it was funny because um, Tom Lennon tweeted recently that, you know, a fan, you know, asked, is it true that the entire state was backstage at Nirvana Unplugged? Oh yeah. And I tweeted back, <laughs> No, there was one member missing no. because that night I thought, I can catch Nirvana anytime. There's a sex party down by the Christopher Street Piers tonight. And now I look back and I'm like, I I could have I was always at a sex party by the Christopher Street Piers. And that was the last time to see that. That's what is it can you remember that specific sex party though? No, not at all. Oh, you know what? I actually I do. I, I think that's so it could have been worth it. I think that's the night I jerked off a, a homeless meth head. Hey, yeah, yeah. who let him in? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's or the her. peers. <laughs> there's, there's not many doors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of like you after your party, them after like the scene, the unplug, you all meet up again. So I'll see you guys after the show. I'll go to my party, go to the show. Oh, yeah, meet at the diner to get something yeah. to eat before we go oh, to bed. Yeah. The Let's muff- go to a Faselka. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea. They're like, yeah, the Meat Puppet show that they play. How was your party? You're like, well. <laughs> Pretty big win <laughs> in the things I never expected front. Um, I do remember that their plan at MTV was that the very first Unplugged was going to be Dylan. So they approached him, and his people were like, well, Bob, let Bob get back to you. And in the meantime, they had to create this goddamn series. Yeah. So they started making these things. And about two and a half years into the existence of this fucking thing... <laughs> Dylan gets back to them, and they're, the Dylan's people are like, "Hey, Bob says he can do it uh, on Thursday, <laughs> Monday." And they were like, "What the fuck?" And they had Katie Lang scheduled, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, for Bob." I will. Yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Got bumped. 
Um, Same audience, though. They just they didn't have time to turn the audience <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah. So. But that was like, I think, like, I always think about that Unplugged as like, uh, the Nirvana Unplugged as like the most, like, like the, uh, such a pinnacle of like what Kurt Cobain was trying to do with uh, like his, like his power. And that is like, uh, it's like, it's like, we want to do a bunch of, he's like, we'll do some Nirvana songs, but I'm going to show, I'm going to tell people about the Vaselines. I'm going to tell people about the Meat Puppets. Yeah. yeah. About like Robert Johnson and Pay David Bowie. Pay tribute to Lead Belly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, Lead awesome. Belly is what I meant. Oh, no, he does Robert. Oh, me is Robert Johnson, right? I don't oh, know. Oh, my God. I'm a terrible bluesman. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we don't know. Cut this out. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I just, I, where where you grew up, you were probably you were the bluesman, right? It was all, yeah. It was, it was everyone else listened to reggae yeah. I, because I listened to something with uh, with distorted guitar. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. And also the 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 theme song for the state. I remember um. It was uh two Nation of Ulysses songs yeah. like mashed up together. Yeah. And it was Craig Wedron of um, uh, Shutter to Thing. Yes, that's right. Put it together, and he used a couple Nation of Ulysses uh samples. Also, was it Girls Against Boys? Like, like maybe? May, 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 there was there might have been something of theirs in there as well. Um, but yeah, that was an awesome theme song. We were so it was thrilled the, with it. It was the fucking coolest. Yeah. Like, and it really was like before I knew what like NYU was or like but it really felt I was like this is like like it felt like film students making a sketch show. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. very much was. Yeah. And we were we spent a lot of time on that opening sequence making sure that it felt, you know, cool and young and us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and there, I remember there was even like and to even comment on it uh by there was one where I think um like it's uh um I don't know why I'm blanking on his name. Uh, oh, David Wayne. David he, Wayne. He did a sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah. he's like, hey, like you know, I'm I, I edit a lot of these bits. Uh, it's like, well, you don't really like notice me. You don't get a lot of attention. But then like, anyway, here's the opening sequence, and it was just a bunch of different shots of him. But it's like, were you like uh, outside of uh, sex parties and skipping out on unplug sessions? Like, were you going to a lot of music like when you were in NYU or? Uh, you know, it's so funny. All the things that I remember are things that I did not get to. Like, for example, <laughs> I, 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 I was supposed to get to a Gigi Allen concert. No fucking way. And he was carted off by the police before the thing began, you know? Sure. So it didn't happen. Yeah. Um... I did see the Arrested Development uh, Unplugged. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. really fun. That was really fun. I don't think I saw any of the other Unplugs. Um, yeah, no, I didn't see... I've never been a big live music person, except for jazz, except for small room jazz. Uh, so how did you... And yeah, you brought that up, because, you know, like, that you're into jazz. Like, yeah. It's like, and you were a, would you get into jazz as a young person? No, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's the first hobby of mine, hobby, <laughs> that it's I got. It's funny that you say it like that because, like, I say to these guys all the time because we, we, we drink, and I was just saying, we got to find actual hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have hobbies. <laughs> We turned our hobbies into a career, and now we have no more hobbies. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, Why is everyone so sad? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, no, it was after nine eleven. It was really? after nine eleven. <laughs> uh, I know it's 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 well, yeah, we all, we all got into jazz. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, after nine eleven. So I was I was about twelve blocks away when it happened. So oh, I like witnessed some shit. shit. Wow. And I happened to be staying with my brother in Staten Island. You were Staten supposed to be Island. one of the towers, but yeah, I went to a sex club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, it evens out. And yeah. Yeah. Long enough time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eating shit. Um, no, but I, the next day I thought, fuck, I have just seen so much destruction. I have, I, I have to focus on creation. And my brother had a huge... And I was staying with him in Staten Island. Yeah. And, you know, when you're staying in Staten Island, you've <laughs> got to find a way to distract yourself from, from the environment around you. But he had a huge jazz collection of CDs. And I was like, let me just start... I'm going to start learning about this music. And I became completely hooked. It's the only time in my life where I've decided I'm going to start liking something. Wow. That's cool. And then did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It became really... It, 
I think that the people who are into jazz, it becomes kind of addictive. And part of it is almost like a an attention deficit thing because <laughs> because it's got that it's got yeah. that that um uh, rhythm to it that kind of like feels like a like a bloodstream thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where if you haven't heard it in a while, you're like, why am I agitated? Oh, because I need to hear some kind some of jazz. fucked up bebop. <laughs> 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 to go with my mental state. Uh, so you're, you've become a real jazzman in the I past. I have. Well, no, not playing. I've, I, but like you, like you go to the, like small, like yeah, you go to like jazz yeah. clubs. Yeah, I and... just went to see uh, Conan O'Brien. Uh, he has a sax player named Jerry Vivino, and he did a set at the Baked Potato. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and it was. Awesome! Just the other night, super fun. Yeah, I, I've always meant to go. I played because Steve Agee and Brendan Small used to do a show at the Baked Potato. And that was the first time I ever went. And when I saw the room, I was like, I wouldn't mind seeing jazz in here. Yeah, and I like you know, it's like when I was trying, you know, burgeoning. You know, I was in high school and I wanted to be more of a hipster than I, you know, uh, would ever, uh, you know, normally attempt to be. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to get a Birth of the Cool or Birth of Cool by Miles Davis. <laughs> So you know, yeah. so did, did I go to like a cool record store? No, I went to the Borders and I went and got a, a Miles Davis CD. And I, I it actually ended up because I played drums. It ended up making me a better drummer. Um, oh yeah, because it like made me kind of start to try and replicate that. And like uh, and like so like you know I knew punk and metal. I know how to play that stuff. Yeah. But like to like start kind of like fucking with fucking it. with yeah. it. Yeah. And it really helps with like your you know wrist control and and like you know like you know. Little double bass uh, flares and you know dynamics. Just, yeah, exactly. Not just da 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 da. Yeah, you really right, have to. Right, right. Yeah. Switch stuff up a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, he wasn't done, Neil. Silence. Flam, flam, paradiddle, paradiddle. And so, like, it's like if you were to say, like, do you have some like like when so you get into jazz. Like, are you buying records? Are you like look? Are you going to the past to like 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 see the development of jazz? Oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are you just like, going, like who's in it? Who's it doing it now? There's there's well back then when I first got into it, there was the Penguin Guide of Jazz. It's these two obsessive critics who listen to every record and are in- incredibly erudite about how they criticize things. <laughs> so people are obsessed with that book. There was the all all music. I think all music is still around yeah, uh, yeah, online. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that was an interesting way to to start just taking all that stuff in. But nowadays, I mean, as upsetting as it is that Spotify is so awful with mm-hmm. so much of you know their yeah. policies, it really it's kind of like Uber with the way that it's so awful. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. with so Kevin Allison speaks for himself and not for anybody in the room who currently has a resume at Spotify. For this podcast. <laughs> Kevin Allison, <laughs> or anyone who drives for Uber. <laughs> right. I, I think I've advertised for Uber before. Um, but no, no, it is like so cool to be able to be like, I have a playlist called Jazz I Like, which just never ends. <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. How yeah. long did it take you to come up with the title of that playlist? <laughs> <laughs> Made you this mix. Jazz I Like. It's full of songs that are jazz that I like. And I like them. <laughs> like it's and so you never. So you, did you have preferences of music growing up? Like uh, or, oh god, I've always been all over them. So I music was especially records were my first obsession when I was a tiny little kid. Mm-hmm. My family used to make fun of the fact that you were so tiny. I, yeah, like, what the fuck are you so small? <laughs> no, I would go over to anyone's house and point because I would. This was before speech. I would point at their stereo and just you know I want to hear some stuff. And then they would just sit me down in front of record players and I would become hypnotized just watching the label spin. And so at, at a young age, I let's see, like there were records like Meet the Beatles was mm-hmm. just huge to me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, there, there it was, is children's music, to be honest. Yeah, 
Paul's stuff yeah. is children's. Yeah. And Paul and Ringo make children's music. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, that early stuff is yes, all children's. Music. Absolutely, yeah. it has a very uh, romper room kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, Free to be you and me was an early one, yeah. but it was Jesus Christ Superstar that I discovered go. when I was seven. That was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was a real like eye opening thing because that record has jazz musicians, a rock band, an orchestra. Like, there's a lot yeah. going on yeah. on yeah. that original record. Yeah, and plus, I was raised very, very Catholic, and that record also was fascinating to me because it like treats Jesus as like a human being. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is really fascinating. You know, screaming Jesus is yeah, yeah. pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I became obsessed with that record. I'll never forget, I would act it out in the basement. So, you know, I'm being crucified on the floor. And one of my older brothers, and my older brothers were, this is 1976, they were dazed and confused. <laughs> it was all Zeppelin, The Who, everything like that upstairs in their bedroom with the pot smoke and a huge, amazing stereo system. Meanwhile, I'm downstairs listening to Jesus Christ Superstar. One of them walks in on me and makes fun of me for pretending mm-hmm. to be crucified on the floor. And I got... <laughs> As I got, you do. Uh, yeah. I got so upset that I Get took a cross, penny. <laughs> <laughs> I took a penny because you kept the pennies on the stylus in order to keep the... Uh, yeah, sure. keep it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I took the penny off the stylus and scratched my favorite song off Jesus Christ Superstar, which was, I don't know how to love him. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, look what you made me do. <laughs> <laughs> so then I became like, my parents, you've got to get me another record now, another Jesus Christ Superstar. And they got me a Muzak version. Oh, no. Oh, with the lyrics. What, is, it, is, this, is this because they, they just... Didn't know the difference. Yeah, they didn't know the difference. Yeah, oh, I wasn't yeah. sure if it was like they're like, we don't really want to listen to this stuff, but like, but like, yeah, that is oh, such no, a that's yeah. such a dorky, yeah. supportive, trying to do a good job parent move. I yeah, yeah, like, yeah. got you the thing you like. <laughs> <laughs> you did you have? I discovered these. Uh, I went through my uh, parents' record collection when I was home over the holidays, and I discovered. I don't remember what they're they're called, but they're it's a full set of fifteen that you used to be able to get at the supermarket, and it's. Excerpts from famous speeches. Uh, it's Bible verses. It's wow um, yeah. histories. It's like uh, the life of the Roman centurions, but it's a record set that they would get. They if you bought over like thirty dollars worth of groceries, they would just throw it in. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I think I saw that at uh, Permanent Records. They have like some of the, like those old box. Sets yeah, yeah. With like it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. one of the records is like Beethoven. Another record yeah. is yeah. like speeches. This, yeah, it's you know, all you know. stuff you're supposed to like put on for your child so that they absorb. Or the culture of yeah. white people. I remember <laughs> when my friends and I discovered the record Four Days That Shook the World, and we were like in the sixth grade, which is uh, which is the Kennedy assassination. Uh-huh. So we're listening to these news reports of him being shot in the head, and we were like, the president was shot in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the uh, Kermit Schaefer's bloopers, uh, uh, that was kind of before there was... Um, Candid Camera. There was this guy who had a radio show in the early 60s, I guess, which was just bloopers, you know, times that people said the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And that was a really funny record. I looked it up on Wikipedia recently and found out that some of them were fake. (gasps) (laughs) Boo! Kermit Uh, Schaefer. Do you you guys remember celebrities behaving badly? Mm. No. There was a Dude, that maybe it was just in LA, but I think he had a big mail order business. I used to work at Rhino Records, the record store. Yeah. And oh, this was like one of those bootleg things. Where yeah. That's where you get a, what's his name? So um, you get the Casey Kasem yeah, speech, yeah. Oh, or you yes. get all oh, of this. Or, yes. or what was it, Colonel Sanders, like drunk trying to. Yes. Like, most, most folks, most, most, Chris, check him. Chris, <laughs> and then you just hear like the, the producer guy going, all right, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> Oh, right. We're still rolling and we're just going to go again. Like you just hear this calm voice. Was it like, was there, it was, there was an actual Colonel Sanders, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like they were wheeling him out, even like it's like he was still trying to do stuff, like, and he was so old and drunk. He's just an old Kentucky man. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's moved on from the chicken to the and, bourbon, but yeah, stayed yeah. within yeah. Kentucky borders. Here's oh. an interesting fact. He was not a colonel in any army. <laughs> it, colonel was a designation from like the state of Tennessee or... Oh, it was the state of Kentucky, duh. Uh, <laughs> it was like a... Is like a knighthood from the state of I, Kentucky. Oh, wow. I feel like that's a yeah. common thing in the South to yeah. like call someone a colonel who was not a colonel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it, like, are is they still like running? Boss? Yeah. Are they still running the army down there? He shot and <laughs> killed a <the> guy. Yeah. <laughs> colonel. Oh. He, he owned a gas station and the, and the guy next door didn't like the sign for, for his gas station. So the guy kept fucking with his sign and <laughs> Colonel Sanders killed him. What? And they were like, justified. Wow. Yeah. He got away with it. That's really fucking nuts. Well, we're going to take a break for a song. Uh, we're going to, uh, uh, speaking of jazz, we're going to play an excerpt from uh, the John Benjamin, the H. John Benjamin jazz album. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, That's a salty uh, John Benjamin, of course, the uh, jazz daredevil, um, <laughs> where he, uh, this is where he uh, brought in some studio musicians <laughs> to make a jazz, improvised jazz record where he uh, didn't know how to play piano, <laughs> but still attempts. Uh, it's a very funny video. If you can, it's on Sub Pop Records, and it's, um, it's uh, the album's called Will I Should Have. And then it has a little asterisk and says, learn to play piano. I can't play piano. Part one. Uh, oh, okay. From John Benjamin, Jazz Daredevil. Well, I should have. Um, so uh, we're 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 still here. If you're just tuning in to the podcast, mm -hmm. uh, we're here with uh, Kevin Allison from uh, Risk. And um, are you still there? Because uh, we're still here. We're still here. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, some people don't want to hear the first half hour. <laughs> no, no, they just jump right in. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's that time of the show where we. Uh, uh, Go and talk about things that are new in the world of music in a segment we call, cleverly, Music News. That's right, Music News, where we scrape through the internet. Did that, was that me? No, I faded oh, it you faded? That wasn't a fade. You just stopped it. No, I faded it up. It did, no, it wasn't been... A well, there was a, there's a break, break in the song. Kevin, can we have so the room? Just kinda... Kevin, can we have the room? <laughs> Sorry. There's a bench out there where yeah. this happens a lot. Uh, but, um, yeah, so... Music uh, <laughs> 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 That's right, where we, uh, where we traverse the... It's too quick of a fade out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me my business. Little baby guinea pig. Um, so, all right. So we're going to uh, go to spin.com... <laughs> And, and talk you gotta stop saying that. We're gonna start paying royalties or something. Probably. I mean, I'm, I doubt they pay their own. You know, writers. We're going to the public domain site. 
Yes. Spun.com. Here's some, here's, some, here's some hot scoops I got in the underground. <laughs> uh, so Jay-Z's The Blueprint will be archived in the Library of Congress. Wow. wow. The Library of Congress announced Wednesday that Jay-Z's landmark 2001 album The Blueprint will be inducted into the National Recording Registry. Uh, each year, they select 25 recordings, um, and they have to be at least 10 years old, and are deemed culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Aesthetically, seem it, that rubs me the wrong way. So yeah. that sounds like what you think is good. Yeah, it, mm. pretty stuff. All the pretty stuff that's 10 years old gets the good. I don't know. It's pretty yeah. user, universally accepted as a great album. Yeah, sure. Uh, the, oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But aesthetically, just the term, I think, kind of feels weird. Uh, yeah. I, I remember that album... Uh, I remember that album because they were doing like True Life Chris Rock or something on MTV and he pulled over to buy that album the day it came out, went in, came out, got in his car and there's a camera following him the whole time, got about six blocks away and realized there's no cursing on the album and turned around and came back to the record store and made it. I want the the one with the cursing. (laughs) Chris Rock rental advisory sticker. Yeah. That, yeah, that was my whole reason for ever using like LimeWire or Napster is like I wanted to hear the dirty versions of the radio songs that I heard because I was like, <laughs> what does he say there where there's like a clock chime? Oh, man. <laughs> or they or like a, it was in rock they would always do the, like the they would reverse yeah like oh, the yeah. word yeah. Yeah. crazy moon it's fucking terrible it's uh they just disallow swearing they do in England and it seems fine right yeah uh, what, well yeah, the, I don't know they that, use the cunt like that's milk on their Cereal. Didn't it come out like the week before 9-11? No, that he, the he's blueprint? put out several blueprints. Oh, okay. Uh, there's volume two. There's volume three, I believe. But did that one come out around? I think the two <laughs> came out right around 9-11. <laughs> we'll see when it's a... Oh, no. On 9-11. Oh. Jesus. So when you saw Chris Rock just driving around, <laughs> stopping off to go back... <laughs> The day Down it came the street out from where he was, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't he was, know he was in cast. L.A. He was Two in L.A. Plates. He was in L.A. That happened very late in the day in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how time zones work. No, yeah, no, we got it. Was, it must have been what? It was afternoon by the time it happened here. <laughs> well, Cash, there were several blueprints, so maybe this wasn't for. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh uh, boy. Um, I was busy that day. I don't know what you guys right. were doing. Okay, coming up next in the Woodstock 50. Really? Shit. 50 years since the original Woodstock. Is anybody from the original going to be there? Ah, uh, yes, from Woodstock 99. <laughs> oh the legendary Limp Biscuit set. I watched some Give of the me videos. Something to break. That's the song. That I'm sure multiple people got murdered to <laughs> at that. Did you did you go to Woodstock '94? No, 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 no. Seems like a thing the state would have gone. In. I went to a Lollapalooza that was on Roosevelt Island. <laughs> that sounded so. <laughs> like, uh, it's like I'm taking my kids to a Lollapalooza. I'm going to the Lollapaloozas. <laughs> I can hear your jazz fandom <laughs> in you telling us about going to Lollapalooza. The Lollapalooza sounds like a scat term. See that 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 Lollapalooza? It's got that Lollapalooza. Bumper shoot. Bumper shoot. I remember they were taking. They were taking kids over there to Roosevelt Island in buses, and I had just gotten very stoned. I had just uh, smoked a joint before getting on the bus. But we were on TV, and we were pretty big at that point. So I was kind of like, how is this going to be? Are people going to recognize me? So I was wearing sunglasses and like a fishing hat. <laughs> 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 fishing hat. <laughs> like Woody I'm Allen. going out to catch some halibut. <laughs> I can't be famous. <laughs> and somewhat, we, we, I had a character called the Redhead Gay. Yeah. Yes, I almost wanted to introduce you as uh, the Redhead Gay. <laughs> oh, but shit. out of context, this doesn't sound <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> there was a uh, There was like a frat boy on the bus who halfway across the journey is like, hey, that's the Redhead Gay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was, it, you know, a fight or flight at yeah. that moment. <laughs> but of course, everyone was like, oh, my God. Yeah, you know, and then they, they start going, me. where's the Jew and the Italian? <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, uh, I was so obsessed with that sketch, like uh, the Jew, the Italian, the redhead gay. It's because it's so, it's it's like, it's like, like I know it's like, it's like, it's, it's making fun of sitcoms, but it's like also like kind of making fun of sketch comedy too. Uh-huh, where it's like uh-huh. everything is just like, 
it's all that like the just tropes, like, tropes. Yes, just the exactly. one the one step like it's like I I but I'm making pasta like I'm doing the thing I guess I'll work on my macro like oh, there's that like and then the song is the fucking one of the catchiest like song yeah. Yeah, yeah then it, that's the thing like it's like cause that guy I remember being like oh they're just gonna do the song again yeah, they do the Italian the redhead, they all live together on Avenue they have Zany Adventures each and every day yeah or the, the Italian the redhead and then like for when it just busts into I remember that like that was when I was like that's how I want to end every sketch <laughs> Just like Godspell, yeah. big musical number, and it does, and it had that. My favorite, it's like I still it's this thing that I think about all the time, where it's like when you like it, end a big, uh, you know, like performance, and then the, the heaving, the, <laughs> just the hold on that. Um, but uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, they're doing Woodstock '50. Jay Z is on it. Uh, Dead and Company are on it. Oh boy, uh, Miley no, Cyrus, The Killers, um, Country Joe and the Fish, Country Joe yeah. and the Fish, Run the Jewels because every festival needs to have Run the Jewels play. It, these they days. really, it does seem. I mean, I'm not complaining. I enjoy their music. Yeah, but it is. I mean, if anything, it is a better lineup than Woodstock '99, <laughs> which, in hindsight, or <laughs> well, stack them next to each other. You put yourself in your '94, '99 mind mind holes. Is it? <laughs> is it in Woodstock? Yes, I think yeah. it's, uh, but but the original Woodstock wasn't even right, in Woodstock. right, right, right. Um, but yeah, the, the, the uh, oh man, the community the, is just a glutton for punishment. Like they just want, they just I have like, like you know what? This memories. grass is growing in pretty nicely. How about <laughs> yeah. we get a bunch of shitheads to come? And, yeah, what if we got, um, say about half a million uh, drugged out teenagers to take shits all over our lawns. <laughs> uh, here's a, here's the East Stage fertilizer. lineup from Woodstock 99. Starts with the Tragically Hip, goes into Kid Rock, then it goes to Wyclef Sean. Wow. Uh, then it goes into Counting Crows. Wow. Then the Dave Matthews band. Wow, they really want to this is clear 99? out. <laughs> this is 99 or uh, I want to see 94. The, this is 99. I like the idea of like a bunch of people showing up for Wyclef Sean, and then like there's that 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 festival shuffle between bands playing just like the bridge like yeah. when you're shuffling cards you go yeah and just everyone I, going the opposite way I think this is why 99 went so bad is like you need to take Limp Biscuit and put them where Dave Matthews is and Dave Matthews where Limp Biscuit is you just chill to, people out yeah just to calm people out you <laughs> can't have a metal stage and a chill stage it's gonna end up with all the people at the chill stage getting beat up by the people at the yeah, metal stage look at it goes Ken Crows Dave Matthews band Alanis Morissette and then Limp Bizkit. Oh, really? So then were, Rage I, Against the Machine, then Metallica. Oh, oh, wow. oh, yeah, yeah. You got to you got to shuffle that a little more. Yeah, that's a bit. And uh, yeah, and then like another. It's terrible. And I looked up that. I remember seeing clips of it, and it's just. I don't understand. This is stuff that was on the. And I'm not. I'm not. I don't like to shit on things so much, but like I hate Fred Durst. Like he just looks <laughs> like it. He looks like a piece of shit. And, um, quit. and then this is. You do know this is 20 years ago. It sucked back then, too. It sucked back then, but you don't know how he is. But just listen, this is going to be... When this song kicks in, I want you to fucking kick in. You got it? <laughs> the guy with the face paint. Yeah. I kind of want to give him a hug. Yeah, that whiny voice of like, we've all felt like shit, been treated like shit. Like, it's like, and then people are just punching each other in the face in the fucking <laughs> crowd. Chainsaw. I'll skin your ass raw. Wow. <laughs> oh, he's been to those peer parties as well. It sounds like. <laughs> Apparently, um, I just hate it so much, and I, like it just—they just played in town for three dollars. Yeah, the oh. Troubadour. They, that's right. They did, and I knew yeah. some people who went. Yeah, there was, there's an, they had an album called Three Dollar Bill, y'all. Yeah. And then, so they had a troubadour show where they charged three dollars. Oh, well, wow. a lot of their a lot of their album titles were. Um, were like uh like I think like kind of gay references. There was like, you know, um because it's like three dollar bill, queer is a three dollar bill. Uh-huh. Um 
the uh, hot chocolate, dog, chocolate, chocolate, no, 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 it was, chocolate it was, starfish in the hot dog flavored water. Yes. Yeah. So chocolate I can't starfish. Believe I remembered that. <laughs> wow. So chocolate Holy starfish shit. is an asshole. Hot yeah. dog flavored water. No idea. Mm. Dick sweat. <laughs> that would. I mean, if you were looking to create a metaphor, that would, that would be the metaphor that I would create. I was literally trying to do that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Quit. <laughs> It was. It's longer than just saying yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty bad stuff. Um, that, but, but I can't think of. So you sat down and said, "I'm into small room jazz," and we played you, <laughs> Fred Durst, playing before a hundred thousand yeah. people in '99. I can't think of a more different experience than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of, here's 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 the combination of that right now. Uh, um, recently. Uh, Fred Durst might not be the first name you associate with the Los Angeles jazz community. Oh, bum, bum, but, for the, but for the last few years, the Limp Biscuit frontman has been hosting a jazz night at the city's magic theme Black Rabbit Rose Lounge and Theater. Wow. On Thursday, Lady Gaga stopped by the event where she performed a surprise set of Frank Sinatra covers. Well, weird. Yeah. And then I, she, she said, I'm here to ruin the party. I'm so sorry. And before diving into renditions of classics like Call Me Irresponsible, Fly Me to the Moon. Uh, and yeah, so it's a fucking is, Durst. Fred Durst has a jazz club, and Lady Gaga came and did Frank Sinatra songs. That is very strange. That's very 2019. I don't yeah. think we could be surprised <laughs> by is that is that the kind of jazz you like? Do you like vocal jazz, no, Sinatra? No, 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 you're more instrumental, and especially not Lady Gaga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Like all that seemed like a thing for a long time. Like Rod Stewart moved almost exclusively into like vocal jazz once right. he did like six well, five. And yeah. Dylan, Dylan, yeah, it, you know, like like it like I have been an obsessive Dylan fan my entire life, and those are the only records where I'm like, yeah. If I'm gonna check those out, <laughs> even even the born again Christian, well, that, that had some jams on yeah. it actually. Yeah, uh, the um, Rogers and Hammerstein credited uh, with ninety percent of songwriting royalties on Ariana Grande's Seven Rings. Wow, Wait, how much? Wait, ninety percent. Seven Rings is a big hit for Ariana Grande. It's been streamed more than a billion times around the world, and this week the song oh, is back up samples? to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Because she pulled samples, or the she built time the melody. The chart, but according to New York Times, it's an even bigger hit for Rodgers and Hammerstein. Seven Rings uh, interpolates my favorite things, which was written by Rodgers and Hammerstein for the musical Sound of Music, and so uh, because it's just a straight rip off of it, I guess. Um, ah, that's that's, that's happened. To, I remember oh, a Black yeah, Keys song from a while ago that was just. Uh, Gershwin. It was. It, it's the lot. the The main theme of the Black Keys song is uh, the Rhapsody in Blue thing. But it's he's just playing it on guitar. Crazy. Yeah. That one. No, later in it. Oh, okay. I only know the beginning because I watched. I got Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a. Not that we're looking at the their site for content, but or haven't been in the last eighty episodes where we announced it right before we did it. Um, but what were you doing there? I, when I tried to leave the performing arts for a while, like I, I tried to run away. When did you do that? I why when when it was uh, oh gosh it was I guess around two thousand to two thousand four or five yeah and so I was I started fact checking at a lot of magazines I was fired from Rolling Stone and Spin and Premiere. Yeah, wow. I was not a good fact checker. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you just got the emails and were like, yeah, this sounds right to me. Yeah, no, 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 I checked them all. They, so you've done fact like checking before? Where? I should say. Yeah. <laughs> the government? Well, you know they're not going to check it. If you, yeah. you can tell them anything and you're like, yeah, you I'll, I'll be right me. on that. That's my yeah. first thing. I used to work at Rolling Stone and it turns out, checks out. Checks out. <laughs> um, and so was this, uh, this is, so the state, is done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is many years. Yeah, yeah. Because it wrapped up in about ninety-seven or eight. Yeah, uh, ninety-six. Ninety-six. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah, there were there were some belly of belly of the whale years. There. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm very familiar as my name is Jonah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's the kind of love Fred Fred Durst needed at one point. <laughs> So yeah, no, of course you do. Yeah, one thing's like another. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to have fun. Um, oh, it ended up fun. 
<laughs> the uh, I was trying to pull up that uh, Seven Rings song. Oh, here it is. Let me see if we can see if we, as musicologists, and of course a renowned can fact checker, catch the Rodgers <laughs> and Hammerstein in it. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear an ad first or something like that. But um, yeah, I don't, you know, it's a. Uh, at this point, it's like, does anyone think they're going to get? There's algorithms out there that can easily just track a th- song and like go, oh, those are you can't do that. Why doesn't anyone ever do the lonely goat herd? <laughs> <laughs> that that puppet from that movie scared the shit out of me when yeah, I was a kid. I have to say, um, my grandfather died. We were cleaning out the, the house, and uh, they used to go and. Um, Vacation at the Von Trapp Family Hotel oh. in Vermont. Oh, and I yeah. guess he bought a copy of the Sound of Music soundtrack every year that they went there. I have like thirty copies. They're all different. <laughs> but it's like that's crazy. Like, but every year they would make a new one so that people would, uh, I guess, buy another one. That's that's. How is this? This is Ariana Grande. Seven Rings. Okay. Is this one about Pete Davidson? So far. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> uh, oh, just a uh, bunch I've of dudes. I've heard that she was a nightmare, Maria von Trapp. That that All she right. was actually kind of a you know one of those stage mothers. That's kind of a... just one of those stage. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did, oh, let's just say there was a lot of rumors, and everybody walked up and says, "Look, I don't." Want to call her a Nazi, but <laughs> uh, also in music news, uh, Michael Jackson items removed by Indianapolis Children's Museum. Oh, good call! Good Indianapolis call. removed three Michael Jackson items from exhibits after a new documentary uh, renewed allegations, and that's the weird thing is that like that the documentary comes out and it's it's almost like with that thing that happened with Hannibal and Cosby, where it's like ha- like Hannibal was saying it like because he's like yeah. Bill Cosby, like that's like everybody what, knows this. Everyone knows yeah. this, yeah. right? Yeah. Right, right. Going, what? <laughs> what? Like, it's why are ridiculous. they renewed? Yeah, because someone yeah, acknowledged them. But it does remind me of the uh, uh, thing you got to remember is that uh, there's a big difference between a children's museum and a children museum. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for pointing it out. Yes, yeah, <laughs> one you take kids to, the other you take kids for. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I found out that you know there was a nice an old joke I wrote that I was able to shoehorn in. I remember that joke. Yeah, yeah. Kevin uh, Kevin and, was uh, on MTV and and you were doing that joke. Yeah, and we bid a fond farewell uh, in this last bit of uh, uh, music news to Dick Dale, surf music pioneer. Ah, uh, yes. he died uh, taken down in his prime at eighty one. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Not not to plug a podcast that's not around anymore, but uh, Aaron Gibson from uh, the uh, Throwing Shade podcast had a podcast a long time ago, and she had a friend that came on and told was Dick Dale's roadie for eight months, and I can't remember any of the details, but he... he oh, great. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, but check it out. On but check it out. Shade. I don't think it's around anymore. And that's it for our music news. <laughs> That's music news, everybody. I got to start identifying those yeah. before I start the story. Yeah. I mean, I only got like three sentences in this time. So uh, it is progress. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Britney Spears, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. <laughs> and also check out Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. <laughs> Thanks, yes, Britney. That was from the time we had Britney Spears on the... <laughs> Podcast. Very... That made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what her plug for my show? No, just like the gutturalness, the the forced vocal fry. Yeah. Uh, who does the John Early does the best? Oh yeah. Spares. Oh my. Have you God. heard John Early's? No. It's very, and it's only like he he just does like noises. Like he doesn't even talk. Like he just goes. Like it's something. It's like weird. Very. Very erotic sounds. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, we're going to take a break for a song. When we come up, uh, come back, we're going to talk more with Kevin Allison on Jonah Radio. Here's you phone.
Hello, this is David Bowie. Oh, that's you're listening terrible. To Jonah Radio. That's uh, borderline disrespecting the who, dead. Who was that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I ask people on Twitter to like do bad impressions uh, for station IDs and send them in, and then and then Bill Tackett, the guy who makes all of our awesome sound drops, like he uh, he just like sent them to us, like he ripped them and sent them to us after I demanded it for months. Uh, <laughs> and, but it's just so nice of him. And um, and but like I don't remember who did what. So now, <laughs> hopefully, you know people can tell us. Write in, send us a letter, uh, or just do another drop using your real name. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You say it at the end. Uh, this is David Bowie, Jonah Ray, <laughs> <laughs> at Jonah Ray. Um, but uh, yeah. So um, what are you? Uh, are you, so you're working on trying to do uh, something more with. Uh, uh, risk. And that's what you you know. Well, risk is continuing. Is, is oh yeah, 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 yeah. Risk was uh, so we're How'd the book too. We're gonna be. <laughs> you looking for some residuals there, boss? <laughs> <laughs> I signed so many things. I don't even think that's my story anymore. <laughs> we're gonna be ten years old in October, and yeah, we're still going strong. We 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 do re. We do classic Risk singles every Thursday, which is just one story from the past, and then a new episode still comes out every Tuesday. And they continue to be like these stories that you're just not going to fucking hear mm-hmm. on like NPR. Right. You know? yeah. like you're, they're not the kind of stories you can be driving the kids to soccer practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, What's the guy uh, who was on um, the show I did? I met him. Uh, David Crab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that hosts guy. the show now in L.A. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, he was he was so great. Just like really like from the get go, you want to like listen to him tell yeah. whatever story. Yeah, yeah. We've had some crazy shit. You know, we've had people talk about attempting murder or oh, wow. uh, the gal who told the story about discovering her father was a cannibal. Oh, yo, Jesus. We had a guy uh, a kinky story about a guy who eats shit. You know, Jeez. like we've been all over the map. Oh, yeah. that's. I thought of it when you were talking about like going to see, trying to go see Gigi Allen. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 the, the joke I wanted to say was like, um, it's like, how, if, how did he know, how did he talk about when he had a bad, a bad set? <laughs> like, it's like, how'd it go? <laughs> well, I ate shit. Yeah, but then what? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, it deserved more. <laughs> You know, it's so funny because, like, that was uh, when I first heard about Risk. Like, it, it, like, that was kind of what people talked about it. It was all the, the cra- it was like crazy sex and kink stuff. Right, right, yeah. right. But there's a lot of very emotional. Well, for I'm the kind of as the host, I tell a lot of kinky stories. Yeah. In fact, someone, uh, comedian, called me the the very polite Gigi Allen. <laughs> In the way that I tell uh, stories on the show. Yeah, Gigi Instead of the song, I fuck you with AIDS, it's like, I fuck you with praise. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that I kind of set a tone with some of my... People are like, oh, he's so friendly and nice, and yet he's talking about very perverted stuff. And so now I feel like I can talk about this whatever traumatic or, or you know thing that I would normally only talk to my therapist about. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because people yeah. will almost be like, it's like... Well, this I'm embarrassed by this story, but everyone's going to leave probably talking about when Kevin, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he took the got tied up and yeah. drank pee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm coming in third this night, no matter what. Um, was the tying up necessary? Would you have done it with, <laughs> if you had free hands? Um, I uh, yeah, it's like I have a friend that's in the uh, uh, the uh, adult film industry, and mm-hmm. like, and, and she she's done a lot of like kink stuff, and like she was like, she's because she, and she's so funny, uh, but she always like says she makes like she'll always weird other people out by like uh, it's like if they're doing like a like a pee thing, and it's like she's like she's like, can I have a clean glass? <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> <laughs> you can see the lipstick on this from yeah, last yeah. time. <laughs> But um, yeah, but it's like the yeah the the stories I heard that night we did the book release uh, party out in L.A. was just uh, it, was, uh, it was powerful. Some of them were just just like just like people were in tears. Yeah, I mean, some. I brought my mom and she like cried at a bunch of them. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She don't show emotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we were once asked, like, uh, because I also have a school for storytelling, mm-hmm. the, the story studio. And uh, the folks at, uh, I, this is so long in the past, I figure, <laughs> what the fuck, I can tell. it. The folks at Chanel approached me and they were like, maybe you could, you know, teach a workshop to some of our folks over in France because... You know, they have no emotions. <laughs> like, teach them how to tell stories in the business world where they act like human beings. <laughs> but, but then they found, they found this, this story of mine that I told on Risk about how I, I got crabs on my graduation day because I had been at a sex club in a church uh, in the East Village. And... And at the climate Middle school graduation. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to follow up with an act, like an active church. Oh, no, no. Oh. You, do you remember the limelight? The limelight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard like, the story. 6th Avenue and 21st yeah. Street. And at the climax of the thing, I'm giving my mom a hug on graduation day. And I'm like, oh, fuck, am I currently oh. giving my mom crap? <laughs> you know, because I didn't know, like, could they crawl across? Yeah, clothes? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why so you pay the for the Chanel ex. people are like, you know what? Maybe you're not quite the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go check out with that guy from the moth. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> That's when I realized maybe things are going to be all right. That's um, <laughs> the end of every moth story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> That's when I realized that maybe my mom could use a set of crafts. <laughs> I talked about how she I'm had nothing sad. to do. Anymore. I think you're doing Sex in the City now. I don't, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, thank you so much, uh, Kevin, for uh, yeah, thank you, coming Kevin. on. We hope you had a good time. Uh, thanks, uh, Neil, uh, for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, Cash? <laughs> yeah, better better luck next time. No. <laughs> it's my idea to have Neil. <laughs> and I'll never forgive you for that. That's a little goodbye for you, the old, um, the old goodbye. Uh, um, I realized I didn't really set up a song to lead us out in, so uh, we'll just uh, play. Uh, ju- uh, um, per, uh, we definitely didn't cut this in later. Um, uh, but uh, um, you know what? I'll play another Apollo Ghost song because they're on tour right now. Yeah, they are, and they are uh, so so great. Uh, so I'm gonna play a song from their album. Um, Hastings Sunrise, uh, and it's it's I, I love it so much. It's uh, it's called Ghost Get Out of My Apartment. It's basically it feels like a new Jonathan Richmond song. Sorry for the first episode three networks ago. <laughs> with one of her electric 